It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are J-Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Welcome back to you on Morris Show on a Monday. Pleased to welcome in uh, our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill, making his way back from basketball media at Foster Pavilion. Uh, you know, if we'd had a couple more minutes, you could have been right here looking across the desk from me in the office. But I uh, understand the timing of it. We're glad to have you on. Absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, it was going to be pretty close. We thought we were done, and then uh... – Jacoby came in, too, because we had already had Eve and, and Coach Drew, and we thought it was done. And then Matt brought in uh, Jacoby as well, so we got both freshmen today. Ah, very good. All right, what was the uh, what was the tenor of the uh, comments from Coach Drew coming off that wild game and wild win on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, you know, there were a couple of questions asked about, like, you know, did you ever get an explanation? Have you heard stuff back from the league? And had not yet. Um and, you know, didn't really comment a whole lot on the explanation deal, just other than kind of what he said the other night was that he really didn't get much explanation, you know, really kind of all night long. So, um, and then, you know, I, obviously a big part of it, uh, the media part today was, uh, you know, really talking about, you know, facing Coach McCaslin, uh, former assistant, um, former walk-on player here. So, uh, you know, obviously, and he said, you know, I think it helps. Um, and obviously they've kind of gotten used to it going against Coach Tang a couple of times. So um, I think that probably helps that, you know, they've kind of gotten that out of the way uh, a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that'll be fun, though. I mean, uh, you know, Grant, you know, probably, I don't know, you too, but that's that's probably one of my favorite guys that have been through here is Grant McCaslin. Sure. Absolutely. As a player first and uh, – mm-hmm. Uh, and then as an assistant coach when he was here, Pat and I have to um, probably check what we normally would say. We, we always refer to him as Rat, which Rat, is a yeah. great compliment, you know, in basketball. That's short for right. Jim Rat. But he yeah. was Rat when he was here. So I, I don't think yeah. we can't do that to another uh, Big 12 head coach now, can we? You don't think you could call him Rat during the game? You know, <laughs> I don't, Rat just I don't think so. Or, I don't think so. I'm not sure everybody would understand. Game. <laughs> it is a term of endearment, though. It really it is. is. So for him in particular, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Everybody knows, or most people kind of know the Jim Rat thing. But yeah, that was definitely his nickname when he was here at Baylor, and and I'm sure well deserved. I'm sure he spent a lot of time in that gym. Yep, absolutely. Well, yeah. what did you think uh, from your vantage point about uh, all the ups and downs uh, and the roller coaster ride that was that Baylor Iowa State game on Saturday? You know, John, I guess um, the way that game ended, you know, with even the question of whether he got the shot off, I mean, I, I don't guess it could have ended any other way. Like, <laughs> it just it just seemed like it was that way all game long. Like, okay, what's next? And that was what was next. Like, did he, you know, did he get the shot off in time? Did the clock start in time? All of those questions. So, uh, man, John, I don't know that I've ever seen one that wild because um, it was just constant, you know. Um, so yeah, I just, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was an incredible game. Um, you know, you, you hated it, um, in one way because of the officiating and all that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I tell you what, I give Baylor a lot of respect for, and that was kind of one of the things that was brought up to John is, 
you know, Iowa State goes on that 20-0 run. They go up seven. And I think a lot of teams at that point, you know, Scott's not on the court anymore. Uh, I think a lot of teams might fold, you know, like, okay, we've, you know, they're, we've taken every blow and we're down seven now. But they responded. I think it was maybe like a 14-3 to run um, that Baylor went on to, you know, to take actually a four-point lead there late. Mm, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I give them a lot of credit because, again, I think a lot of teams and a lot of players might have folded under that kind of, you know, just everything that's gone on. But they didn't. You know, they just responded because, um, you know, and even then late, you know, um, Iowa State ties it up um, and, and you've got, you know, whatever it was, nine or ten seconds. And Jaden just kind of took it right at him, you know, give him credit too. Cause man, that was just a, you know, he's, he's going right into, you know, one of their better defenders and, and just kind of took it right at him and made a very tough muscled it up shot and, you know, missed the free throw obviously, but that was big to make that bucket. Yeah. Just a huge win for Baylor. So many, you know, for so many reasons coming back from that coach drew in the locker room not on the sideline and uh just to overcome so much thought the crowd was just huge and really a huge uh, part of that baylor win on saturday yeah um john i know you would probably remember wes jenkins that was you know with uh, yes. baylor vision or creative he was there that night and he said i don't know that i've ever been at a baylor event that was that loud really and huh. i think he's i think he's right like yeah. john i mean you know, even because you know when you're in a football game and there's a lot of noise, it has a place to escape. But in there, it doesn't, and and it's just right on top of you, and it it gets very loud. And the fans were so into it. Um, you know, obviously they had some reasons to, but they they were not just in it; they were in it the whole game. You know, I mean, I think it even started from tip. You know, they were they were into this game, and I think uh, you know Scott has always said that fans can affect a game. By being there, I think they affected that game. Um, they didn't. Well, I shouldn't. I, can I get fined for talking about it? Be careful now. Know. Yeah, just be yeah, careful. I, I got to be. Careful. But I'm saying, <laughs> like, you know, they had other reasons. Uh-huh. Apparently, they didn't didn't affect the refs. But uh, yeah, I thought the fans were in it the whole game, and I do think they affected that outcome. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, Aaron and I were talking, you know, Baylor, there's no way. Well, it'd be a very much of a long shot if Baylor wins that game on the road. And right. not sure, even if we'd been at home in Farrell, if if Baylor would have won that game. So, Well, yeah, that's exactly right. Because it wouldn't have been that loud. Um, you wouldn't have had as much. I mean, I, John, I, I, I do think it could get loud in the Farrell Center. It never got that loud that I can remember anyway. You may remember some other games, but man, I just I don't remember it ever being that loud and that intense at the Farrell Center. And I think some of it is because you know I, I don't remember exactly the parameters, but it's like you know it's thirty feet. You know, I, I know the seats are that much closer mm-hmm, at right. the Foster than they are you know or than they were at the Farrell. So I think that's some of it. You know, the roof is you know, uh, a little bit farther down than, than what it was at the Feral. So it just all the sound just kind of stays in there um, and bounces off the walls. And, uh, man, I just thought that was an incredible atmosphere. And, uh, you know, and it felt great to win. I just I, I can't imagine. Uh, I guess I can't imagine. But um, that would have been really tough to lose that game. And oh. particularly if that last shot had counted right. to lose the game like that. Um, when, you know, some of that was, you know, mistake on, 
you know, whoever's fault. But man, that that would have been that that to me would have been much worse of a gut punch than the one at Texas. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Ugh. So, um, Baylor comes out on top, Texas Tech coming up tomorrow. Let's talk about the women. Uh, Nice bounce back win for them yesterday as they went down to Houston and uh, really coasted to a win, 83-60 over U of H. Yeah, John, they really controlled things, particularly in the second half. You know, Houston kind of stayed with them, and some of it was uh, Baylor's turnovers. They turned it over 26 times for the game, turned it over 13 times in each half. And, and I think the turnovers, particularly in the first half, kind of kept Houston in it. Um, you know, they were down, I think, eight at half. And, and uh, you know, you kind of felt like they were in it. But at the same time, Baylor just kind of, particularly in the second half, kind of went to what worked for them here. Uh, you know, when they won by 29 points here, they they went to the inside, they attacked. Uh, and, and I think, John, they wound up with like a 46, 44 to 22 difference uh um, points in the paint wow and and most of that was in the second half because in the first half it was only 18 16 and that's really that's what they dominated here was was those points in the paint i think uh you know in that one i think houston only had like maybe 17 or 18 something like that points in the paint um but but in this one uh yeah baylor really did the work in the in the second half i think that was like 26 to 6 in the second half, points in the paint. So that's where they really dominated. I remember, I guess, I think it was the third quarter, John, where it was like Dre, uh, Bugs, and Asia Blackwell. They combined for like, I think it was 21 points or something. Huh. Um, so they really kind of took up, you know, they, they did most of the work that quarter. Uh, and that really kind of, you know, now Baylor's got a 15-point lead. And, and, and like you said, they were able to coast in that fourth quarter, played a lot of you know, substituted a lot in that fourth quarter, uh, you know, rested some of the other players. And, uh, yeah, big win. Um, that was tough on Thursday, losing to Texas like that, um, you know, after beating them down in Austin. Uh, but I, I do think Texas has gotten a lot better now that they've kind of got used to playing without Rory Harmon. That's a different team now, uh, you know, and they kind of proved that beating K-State as well. So uh, that's a really good Texas team right now. I'd say probably they're the best team, but, you know, Oklahoma's sitting there at nine and one, and I I cannot figure that. They yeah. just now got in the rankings um, this week because um, they started. I think they were six and five in non-conference and had some bad losses, but they've been really good once they got to conference play. So, and they have a lot of tough games down the road. But I would say, as of right now, the way teams are playing, Texas probably is playing the best. And the women go to uh, Provo to play BYU coming up on Wednesday. All right, final thought, Jerry, uh, switching sports. And we should have mentioned this last week, and my fault that we did not. But how about that win by Baylor Equestrian over Georgia when they came in here to start the spring schedule? That was just a huge win for Equestrian. It was, and that was that was huge for Coach Maxwell. Um you know, a few years ago, John, you know, they, they beat Auburn, I believe, when they were number one in the NCAA quarterfinals, um, and that was a huge win. Auburn had some just stupid winning streak going. Um, but, yeah, Baylor being able to, you know, had won one meet so far this year, and for them to come away with that win, man, that was huge. Um, you know, great for them, and, and really, uh, particularly on the jumping seat side, I, I think the final score wound up being like 11-8. The jumping seat, I think, John, they won like 8-1 to one or something like wow. that. I mean, they yeah. really 
dominated, you know, in the fences and flats. So that was a big win for them. Um, great to see that for Coach Maxwell. And, and, you know, hopefully they carry that on. I know they face Oklahoma State this weekend. So it'd be great to kind of carry that momentum and get another nice win. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, Aaron. All right. All right, there's uh, Jerry Hill, Baylor insider, getting his thoughts. Baylor basketball, men's and women's. Baylor equestrian coming off a big win, hosting Oklahoma State this weekend. So uh, we appreciate uh, Jerry making time for us. Hey, uh, John Morris Show uh, is brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Also brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Pioneer Boys, Great new, larger location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Check it out. They've got uh, more space to uh, display all the items that they have, but plus they've got the uh, experience that has made them Central Texas' largest steel and structural steel uh, dealer uh, for 43 years serving Central Texans. So they've got all the experience. Now they've got that great new location. Stop by. They will share all of that with you. Check them out, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco, on the web at pioneerboys.com for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. This is ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com.